0: Who knows Timpsons? You know Timpsons. Are you the only one who's ever had a key cut or shoes repaired, or a a passport photograph taken by Timpsons? Well, Timpsons are actually quite a well-known, family-run business. Old man Timpson retired, um, I think about two years, and his son took over and is running the company and they run it on very egalitarian and lines with great integrity. They are a lovely business. Um, they have recently appointed a director of happiness. I, I approach that with some mixed feelings. But if, if you Google... Director of Happiness, you will actually read one or two stories of the good that that company continues to do for some of their employees. But that's sort of in line with what I wanted to talk about, which was what makes you happy. Um, And I'm wondering, can I ask the younger people around? And I guess the definition of younger is if you're younger than me, which is, you know, That that doesn't rule many people out, I don't think. So what makes you happy? (laughs) So does it make you happy arguing with me about my age? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'm glad we've sorted that out. so what makes you happy? No one's yet answered any of the answers I put down on my in my family and friends. Family and friends. Samuel. Spaceships from Lego. Spaceships Lego. Friends, any bad toys. Right. I only got one of those correct, the rest I didn't. Sunshine. Sunshine. So I had sweets, ice cream, playing with friends. Um, but the real question, Samuel, and, and others can answer this as well, but it's a specific question about what do you think makes your parents happy? When their kids are good. good. Sam? <laughs> um, you tiding your room. <laughs> I got, I got that one right, thank you. <laughs> and when the kids are good, when they're quiet, yes. When, <laughs> when they've gone to bed. And there is a little bit of peace descends on the house. So, with that in mind, what do you think makes God happy? Samuel, I'm glad somebody's responding, thank you. That is definitely true. Unhelpful, but true. (laughs) Um, I I think we get a little bit of an understanding of what makes God happy when we read the Beatitudes. Um, The full list of the Beatitudes comes not in the reading that we're going to get shortly, but it comes in Matthew 5. And I'll just read a few of them. Um, And it says, but by the way, I've added a bit to the Beatitudes. I hope you don't mind. So it says, Happy are those who are humble, not constantly taking selfies. You, You realize that didn't come in Matthew's Gospel, I guess. Happy are those who are merciful, not always trying to get their own back. Happy are those who work for peace, not trying to conquer and steal lands and anything else through fighting. So the question, I think, comes, not just to those younger than me, but those maybe older than me as well. So which are you going to be? You have a choice. You could be humble or proud. You could be merciful or vengeful. You could be peaceful or militant. It is your choice. Our first read in which I'm grateful for two volunteers. Um, Martin's going to read Jeremiah 17 verses 5 to 10. The book of Jeremiah, in the words of one commentator, is the most moving book of all of the prophetic books. It reveals a prophet who was commissioned by God when he was still quite young and who seems to forever afterwards have cut rather a lone figure and he was never quite at ease with his call of being a prophet and that seemed to isolate him a bit from society despite that he was very obedient to the call and faithful to his long prophetic ministry which survived four or five kings, which is phenomenal in its own right. The period in which he was a prophet was full of history and life-shaking events, and one commentator has likened it to the first half of the 20th century, which for most of the world, and Europe in particular, was full of quite life-shaking events. And our reading today comes from the first part of the writings mainly prophesying doom against Jerusalem and Judah and its kings. And today's reading has more than a passing similarity to the Beatitudes.
1: So I'm reading from the New English version of the NIV. This is what the Lord says. Cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. That person will be like a bush in the wastelands. They will not see prosperity when it comes. They will dwell in the parched places of the desert, in a salt land where no one lives. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. This is the word of the Lord.
0: And our Gospel reading comes from Luke 6, 17 to 26, which, according to William Barclay, Luke's Gospel is an exceedingly careful piece of work. Hardly surprising given his scientific background. He says his Greek is noticeably good and it was written so that Gentiles can understand and understand what he had written. And he tended to use uh, Greek rather than Jewish words and terminology. So, for example, he calls Jesus Master rather than Rabbi. Today's reading comes from what is called the Sermon on the Plain and compares well with Matthew's Sermon on the Mount.
2: The New Testament reading this morning is taken from Luke 6, verses 7 to 26. 17 to 26, I beg your pardon. He went down with them and stood on a level place. A large crowd of his disciples were there and a great number of people from all over Judea, from Jerusalem and from the coastal region around Tyre and Sidon, who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Those troubled by impure spirits were cured, and the people all tried to touch him, because power was coming from him and healing them all. Looking at his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you, and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven. For that is how their ancestors treated the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you will go hungry, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when everyone speaks well of you, for that is how their ancestors treated the false prophets. This is the word of the Lord.